Happy holidays from all of us here at the IFNZ Network. Yeah, all two of us. Hey, Justin, did you know that you can go to IFNZ.net to leave reviews and suggestions for the show? Duh, Shad. It's only the coolest thing since a cat put on pajamas. But don't forget about the Mad Libs, too. Of course. While you're at IFNZ.net leaving us a review, don't forget to drop us some words at the super easy Mad Libs submission page. And through the end of the year, we'll be doing weekly drawings for prizes you can check out on our website. All you have to do to enter to win is to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash IFNZ podcast, or on IFNZ.net. Thanks for another year of listening to our Silly Goose Good Time, even during the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Or whatever. Gather around, we'll tell you about some things heard on the news. What's coming your way, the things we love, and the point of views. It's pro culture, pro culture. Directly to your ears from our mouth. Pro culture, pro culture. Gather around to hear about pop culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this month's edition of Throat Culture. culture. At the same time, that was great. Was it pretty close? It was. It was very close. On I, my I end, kinda, on my end, it sounded exactly. I was the watching same. your mouth, and I was. I got telegraph it really wide. And I was like, "Oh, culture." No, uh, yeah, it is. It's still culture. We're gonna tell you about some news. Of course. Hey, Chad, have you got to san- uh, the chance to sample some next genness of the of the consoles? The consoles, yeah, the yeah. consoles. We've got, I've got, we've the, got the PlayStation Five, disc and discless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got the yeah. Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, which is AKA m- miniature Xbox Baby. One X that is discless. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, what what Nintendo put out. Nintendo that, uh, has not put out anything that other mix- than the Switch. What was the mix thing? The uh, the little handheld guy they put out. Oh, that's just a game and watch. Yeah, game and watch. It's a. I mean, it's a new console, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it's just fun for nostalgia's sake and and just there for collectors mostly. It's new. I bring this to you because you know the internet is full of trolls, right? <laughs> Absolutely, I hate them. I mean, I don't hate them because that's what trolls do. And so if you if you hate a troll, there you have now become a troll. So a lot of these uh, these console launches will always come with a lot of uh, people that are either memeing or people that are actually legitimately having all kinds of different like terrible issues and different things with these with newer consoles. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I like, think I know where you're like going the, with Like this. the first uh-huh. wave of you know kind of what's rolling out. So for example, <laughs> the Xbox Series X had some clips that were passing around the internet on the on the Twitter's verse uh, this past uh, this past week or so. Uh, showcasing the Xbox X literally smoking. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, so the posts that are on there were uh, saying that the the graphics cards were burning up inside of the Xbox Series X, causing smoke to pour out of the ventilation system uh-huh. from the bottom and the top, very thick uh, bursts, and causing it to even, some in some cases, spontaneously burst into flames. Apparently, wow. that's a, these are all according the things to that, reports, according to reports of videos and, and such. Uh, but uh, we have been uh, we have been so kind to get the the uh, peek behind the curtain and know the real thing that's happening is that people were spreading videos of the Xbox Series X smoking and it is just coming from their vapor smoke. Yeah, they got them fucking jewels just 
puffing those fluffy white clouds into their Xboxes and and doing that, uh, which then prompted Microsoft Xboxes Twitter to post an official reply to this yeah. that just says, we can't believe we have to say this, but please do not <laughs> blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. It just goes to show you that like, no, I, I put the uh, put the trolling aside. Like, how much? Like the amount of money it costs to buy a new console to just be like, I want to blow vape into it to see what happens. Like, I don't. I would never. I just, do it's almost thing. like just people trolling the troll six. It happened whenever like when the PS the money when the PS3 launched. There was videos that were like littered all over the internet. You know, on e bombs, and at that point in time, you know, YouTube was still E-bombs. earlier days. Well, I'm just saying, like, because it's yeah. like circa 2006, yeah, 2007. Sure. So YouTube was just starting, but like it was littered with videos of people like buying, like they're the first person out of the store. They made sure they were first in line buying a PS3 and then taking it out of the box, holding it up and smashing it on the ground. And then like everybody would just like boo and shit like that. Wow. Yeah, like, they, that was shit. I, mean, I guess it's unnecessary you know, to a certain point from Xbox's things that might be somewhat plausible as far as error goes like as far as like the console damage goes sure yeah because you know we've got like the xbox 360 was littered with you know red rings of death from beginning to end of cycle oh i see so i mean and maybe people were kind of like oh shit maybe we got another red ring situation on our hands but totally fake i just thought it was kind of funny and i wanted to make sure that we mentioned that right absolutely well uh in other news there's food news always Let's get right into it. There's a there's a slew of uh, of big foodie things out slew there. Slew of foods. Yeah, a lot of it uh, is uh, maybe some good Christmas ideas. Christmas is coming up now. I mean, oh. we are we're we're in December. Christmas is coming up. It's we freezing. Gotta, it might be cold, uh, but it is. It's definitely a time to think about giving. And uh, when I think about giving, I think about what I would do. If I could customize an Oreo for you. Oh. And so now you can go on Oreo.com mm-hmm. and you can customize an Oreo and get send a case of Oreos to uh to your friends. Uh I is it Oreo.com or is it OreoID.com? And maybe Oreo ID. Let's check it out real quick. That way we're we're telling people the right thing. It might be OreoID.com. Oreid. Oreoed. I, I don't think that's it either. Oreoed. Nope. Um, maybe it's just Oreo.com. I just want to. I. I want to make sure because it seems pretty cool. Yeah, it is Oreo.com. Personalized gifts. You can now customize, personalize. Uh, you can get certain cream. You can get your your filling. You can customize. You can customize your cookie. You can customize the decoration on the outside. It looks like you can get some sprinkles. Maybe even have like little tiny pictures that you can upload on there. Uh, oh, the program is called Oreo ID, but it is through Oreo.com. Mm-hmm. So you can customize Oreos as gifts. Pretty much everything and I just it looks think like. It's yeah, the so coolest you thing. Do your cream. It gets a, a dip of some kind, whether it be like maybe white chocolate or fudge, mm-hmm. sprinkles, put a custom image on it even. Yeah. Text and eight different cream colors it has here. Yep. And you I'm going okay, to say Roy B. Jiv plus white. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh you can do everything. It's going to cost just about 20 bucks to do a 24 pack. Mm-hmm. Uh which isn't horrible for a custom cookie. I think that's pretty good. Also want to uh, point out that they have apparel on their website. 
didn't <laughs> yes, know they that. Do. But I'm really them Oreo I'm, socks. I'm really fucking digging this Oreo cookie dunk pocket tea. Like the, <laughs> the pocket looks like a glass of white milk with the Oreo oh, really? cookie going. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. This one yeah. shirt just says twist lick dunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I should we we should get some IFNZ Oreos. Absolutely. If we could, what would our, our filling color and flavor be? You think? Uh, what would you... They don't have semen, do they? <laughs> I don't think they do. Uh, I feel new semen. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the... say, well, you don't like, if we got a dunk, it would probably have to be something that, you don't like white chocolate. Oh, yeah. It's either a milk chocolate or a white chocolate fudge. So I, okay, I would going, we could mine. probably do white chocolate if, if we went with a dunk at all. Yeah, I wouldn't dunk. Okay. If I had to I choose. say the inside, I would go with like a green cream. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of a green cream. Would you go vanilla cookie? Would you go like a red velvet cookie? Would you go peanut? I'd go peanut butter cookie. That'd be cool. Are those brown then? Yeah, they're like a brown. I wonder if the, the green wouldn't really complement that well. Brown and green? <laughs> they complement each other. I don't know what you're talking it's about. Like a, like a, it's just like a Shrek cookie. <laughs> That's what we are. We're misunderstood like Shrek. Mm-hmm. We have layers of like onions. They have onion flavored cream. Yeah. Wasn't he like a, wasn't he a prince? We're like princes. Too. I don't think, is he a prince? I don't know. He married a princess. He married a princess, but I don't know that he was a prince necessarily. Does that make you a prince though when you marry a princess? Sure. I don't know. How did it work? I mean, How did it work for, what's her face? Kate Middleton. Wasn't did she, she become a princess? Is she she the was one a duchess, wasn't she? Wait, which one was the which one married the chick that was just a normie from America? I don't know. One of them married one of, was just like a regular ass chick from America. And that was that's Megan. Is that Megan? Yeah, Megan Merkel. Yeah, that's right. Because Kate Middleton's a duchess. Yes. Okay. Uh, but so that's what I'm Meghan, saying. Like a Megan Merkel. I guess technically she's a princess now. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Married so, into, yeah. Married into so, the royal family. She's the first American to be in the lineage. Yeah, and they're like kicked out, aren't they? I think so now. Not kicked out. I think they chose to like be they out. departed. Yeah. They left the cult. He was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> I don't want to sleep in the same bedroom as my grandma. Uh, it's holidays. So holiday snacks are among us. Absolutely. We've got so many different holiday snacks. I, I did a little rapid fire here for you. How about some mint chocolate Twinkies? Would you eat those, Shad? What? Mint I would chocolate, try that. cream filled uh, chocolate, you know, so it's like a Twinkies. It's a chocolate Twinkie. Yep. Mint cream filling. Yes, sir. I like that. I would try it. I like a lot of mint chocolate things, so I'm, I do. I'm definitely down to try that. I we feel got, like I I like it more as an adult. Like it's it's my new adult thing. Is yeah. I like mint chocolate. I've always liked mint chocolate, so maybe I've always been an adult. You have. Who knows? <laughs> uh, we always have the classics. Like we've got our return of our our holiday Hostess cupcakes. We've got the Christmas tree cakes. Mm-hmm. In both uh, the standard, you know, the white tree, and then we have a chocolate one now as well. Yes, um, I've taken down many Christmas trees already. Um, I have not got to get out to get some, so I'm in a, I'm I'm a little behind. We've got <laughs> uh, Elf on the Shelf has uh, some cereal coming out here at oh, yeah? right now. We've got a sugar cookie uh, cereal from them and a candy cane cookie cereal. Elf on a milf. Elf on a milf. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about candy cane cookie cereal. You know what I mean. Uh, it like, might just be mint chocolate a little bit that way. Yeah, like but it's not chocolate. Yeah, I don't Uh-oh. think it's a chocolate cookie. I think it's actually just like it's like a it's similar to the sugar cookie design, but it's just got the candy cane minty, pepperminty flavor to it. Oh, okay. I see. 
So part of me is just kind of like, I don't know about peppermint in my milk, how I feel about that. <laughs> well, how do you uh, feel about Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk? Uh, it's always great. Because we're going to get Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavored milk in January. Yeah, the real, we don't have to mix the powder. We don't have to eat a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> Elf, Which is uh, funny the other thing, uh, Elf Cereal is making a return, too, because we had that starting last year. Uh, oh, we mentioned Elf it Cereal? On that yeah, Elf, like the, the, the movie Elf. Oh, uh, we that was uh, started last year. We mentioned it on the podcast last holiday as well. Um, but we're getting the return of that coming back too. Back again, back again with the white vans. <laughs> uh, we got uh, new Nestle Toll House bite-sized edible cookie dough, which is a uh, little cookie dough bites covered in a rich chocolatey shell, kind of like the ones that you get at the movie theater. But yeah. I would imagine real cookie dough as opposed to the artificial mix of stuff that just kind of tastes like cookie dough in there. I will tell you that Nestle Toll House makes a fantastic edible cookie dough. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been frequenting that. Uh, I, I eat the chocolate chip. They've yep. got a monster cookie version. They mm-hmm. have a sugar cookie version. Yes. I've ate them all, and I love them all. I've got the, uh, we've had the cookie, the standard chocolate chip cookie dough, and I believe we had a peanut butter cookie one as well. That That's we've the tried. monster. That's the monster? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know it had that it's as the like name. It's got m in it. And, uh, this did not. Butter. This was just peanut butter only. They make a peanut butter edible cookie dough? Yes. I have not seen that yet, and I've yeah, seen just, them all. Just peanut butter. I want that one. But this one's like more like the traditional, like coated in the chocolate um, that you would like get Like the from. cookie dough bites. Like cookie dough bites from the movie theater. Does it have to be thing. refrigerated, though? Yeah, yeah, it's in a freeze, your local freezer section. So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit different in that, because you don't have to refrigerate the, the cookie dough bites uh, that you get from the movie theater. So this is like even yeah. more traditional. It's even better. Yes. Love it. Yes. What do you got? Um, well, let me tell you. Pepsi has announced a new apple pie flavored Pepsi. Gross. <laughs> um, and it looks like it's they're doing that alongside bringing back the Mary Mashup Mountain wait, 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 wait. Dew. I'm thinking like, so it's just going to taste like carbonated apple pie or it's going to taste like I mixed apple pie with a Pepsi? Um, let's see. And they, they, uh, describe that's, as, that's, that's the first thing I thought about was like, uh, who, like, imagine you're eating an apple pie from McDonald's, like a yeah. warm apple pie, a little turnover. And then you took a drink of a Pepsi or something like that with it. I was thinking that combo and I was like, that sure. doesn't appeal to me at all. I don't, I don't think so. I, okay. this is the way that they describe it. Warm notes of cinnamon, the taste of buttery crust and the crispness of fresh apple. So I think it's like, a cinnamon yeah, yeah, apple yeah. soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got That's you. what they're going for. So not Pepsi. It's just Pepsi brand. Yeah, Pepsi brand. I got you down. I guess more like, didn't they make like a red hot Pepsi or something like that? I think they, yeah, they made one that that's up. like a, no, they made one that's like very cinnamon forward. They have a cinnamon Coke as well. Yeah, so that's I think more, like more along those lines, but <laughs> replace your cola flavor with apple flavor maybe. Good. That's what it sounds like <laughs> to me. Good. I'm glad. I am. Uh, <laughs> um, in 2021, we're going to get some key lime pie M&Ms. Ooh. I love the key lime pie. Um, I don't know how I like the M&M, but I would give it a shot. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be a white chocolate flavor, which makes sense for the key lime pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be a, a white chocolate base uh, with the key lime on the M&Ms. Looks like maybe we'll be getting it around uh, Easter. As looks like it'll be sh- they're shooting for you know also coming spring 2021 we got the new skittles gummies what yeah skittles gummies so it's gonna be your traditional fan favorite skittles like the original pack yeah um, type things a little a little bit larger obviously 
for the gummy, but it's going to have like a gel kind of filled almost like a gusher in a way. That'll oh. be the, all the kind of the samey flavor of whatever Skittle that you're, you're down in. I will be first in line for that. Some mm-hmm. people are in first in line for the PS5, first in line for the gummy Skittle. I, feel, I have a feeling that if you go to Dollar General, you won't have to wait in the line. <laughs> uh, Betty Crocker is now releasing the Mega Dunkaroos. Ooh. So we, we got the Dunkaroos earlier this year. Uh, so now we'll actually be getting uh, big sugar cookies uh, with icing to dump them in. So it'll be, they're calling them Mega Dunkaroos. And uh, yeah, it'll, it looks like they're going to be in packs. Uh, actually, beginning last in November, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's I, a, that's I don't know if it's out. the same thing or whatever, but it says uh, it was started on November twenty third. Dunkaroos are making a limited edition sugar cookie dough. So is this the same guy? Maybe around maybe they're releasing both of these at the same time. So they're yeah. making a, a this is dough. actually yeah like a dough like if you like if you buy like the Nestle Toll House or the the Pillsbury dough cookies like the pre baked ones that you yeah, can just, yeah, yeah the little pucks kind of like that. Um, that you would just cook yourself and has a, the same special frosting that comes in like the pack with it that you okay. would spread on it. Um, that's that's it. Awesome. it's available all local grocers now. So go out and rush and get those. It is a limited time. Wow. I do dig that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, we also got Walmart bringing back uh, their complete hot chocolate pancake and waffle mix again. They started that last year as well. Nice. Um, making a return. I've never tried that. I saw the the cover of it and it makes me kind of interested because it's like they they have a tendency to the stack is on there. It has the butter on the, on the top as well. But instead of drizzling with syrup, they drizzle it with uh, what looks like like chocolate syrup or something like that. I guess just I to see. emphasize that chocolatey flavor to it because it's already fairly like extra sweet anyways. Nice. So that 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 makes me happy, boy. <laughs> um. So things that aren't really food but are food related. Uh, Arby's is releasing a deep fried turkey <laughs> pillow. I saw the, I saw the, did you see the hat as well? <laughs> yes. And a hat. Uh, and I just think that that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it looks <laughs> like you can go to Arby's deep fried turkey pillow.com and, uh, <laughs> they really went out on a limb there. They I sure did. I, I think the hat looked like whenever I looked at it, I'm pretty sure they want like 50 or 60 bucks for do that. They really? hat. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Cause I want to see what's going I was on. It's just there. like, that's, it's cool. Cause I saw the advertisement for it. They made it, uh, they made it look like an infomercial where it was like five or 59 99 plus, uh, plus shipping and handling underneath it and shit and had like call now or go yes. to. Yeah. So the hat and the pillow are one in the same. Oh, they're the same thing. Yeah, it's you. It goes over your face like the so the the turkey goes up to about here. Yeah, on your head, and it is to rest your head on. Wow, you put your head in the turkey uh, to go to sleep, and it is sixty dollars, and it is out of stock currently. I can imagine why. So, <laughs> it's like uh, those uh those uh those KFC slides that we were talking about with the little <laughs> the nibs. Yes, those were absolutely. fucking out of stock immediately too. Yeah, people were ready for that. Uh, we also have a couple other things. Uh, Cheetos is uh, releasing a cookbook this holiday season. So if you have a Cheeto lover, uh, get them the Bon Appetito, a holiday cook by Chester and Friends. Is that you? Uh, because I need to know what I need to get you for Christmas. No, I okay. I would not uh, love these, but uh, they have things that looks like like uh, something called a mashed paw tatoes. Um, <laughs> it looks like they've got flaming hot Friendsgiving turkey, Chester's kick and cornbread dressing, Chester's cheesy skillet corn, 
good, better, best pumpkin pie, all kinds of things. Uh, you can go check it out. Um, and in the same vein, Mountain Dew is also releasing a cookbook this holiday season. Wow. Yeah. They're so yeah that seems, a, and both of them seem plausible now because I see a lot of people that are doing cooking, cooking with, with like Cheetos, even if it's yeah. like crunching it down and using it mm-hmm. as a crust. That's for like things. a breading. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with like Mountain Dew. I've seen people make like, use Mountain Dew and like making barbecue sauces Stews and different types of and- uh, slather and, you know, they'll. They'll pour it in, you know, like people will typically use like a, like more or less like a cola whenever they're making something like a rib sauce or something to that effect because that caramelization pops up. But I've seen people use Mountain Dew for that as well, too, because you still get the caramelization, but it'd be kind of weird. Part of me is like, I wonder what ribs would taste like with kind of a weird citrusy (laughs) twist to it. Yeah. Kind of like that. The book's called A Big Bold Book of Mountain Dew Recipes. And it looks like they've got things like uh, Mountain Dew infused pancakes, barbecue sauce, like you said. Yeah. Uh, looks like a Mountain Dew slushies, um, infusing it in pickles and jalapeno poppers, uh, using it in dressings and salsas, um, and even things like green pancake. Oh, green pancakes would be the infused pancakes, but then also green eggs and ham, Ooh. which would be sweet eggs and ham. And I don't like that idea. My last food news is. Uh for a limited time available now at Kroger stores nationwide. We have a Lay's salted caramel chip oh. that is out a dessert Lay's, if you will. Nice. Isn't this is, this isn't their first dip in the toe of this is not, dessert, but this is, but I think that it was also unique, a, though, right? Yeah. It's a limited foray for them every single time. They kind of, you know, kind of dip into this. So yeah, uh, definitely something worth checking out. I didn't get to try what they had the last time, but this sounds very interesting. I, I definitely love salted caramel stuff, so I, I'll I'll check this out if it's av- available at my local grocer. And do they do the chocolate covered chips, or is that Ruffles that does the chocolate covered chips? Ruffles did because they've got the thicker chip. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, Ruffles f- has ridges, of course. <laughs> uh, other food news is for the holiday is uh, Red Lobster is selling Cheddar Bay biscuits as Christmas presents. Red lobster. Yum. Yum. Who doesn't love <laughs> a uh, a Cheddar Bay biscuit? And now you can get a box of them from Red Lobster. Dude, I'm not like legit. Mandy, if you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> buy a box of them. Put it in my stocking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make maybe this wake happen. up a little bit earlier than me on Christmas morning. Warm them up. Put it in my stocking. <laughs> that is an amazing treat for me to have Christmas morning. <laughs> and it looks like I'm guessing that these are, you know, restaurants uh, aren't in the best of shapes right now. So no, I'm sure that they're looking for the best ways to kind of seize a little bit of cash uh, during this holiday season. So they're thinking outside the box. They're boxing up Cheddar Bay biscuits. Cinnabon is now going to sell frosting by the pint. Uh, wow. So you can get it comes in pints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting one. <laughs> so cinnamon comes in pints. If you if you uh, want to rock that, and I love some cinnamon icing. It's pretty damn good. Do you think you could drink a pint of icing uh, in one like, sitting, like, or well, just, just overall? Like, we'll do like if it was a contest at a restaurant. <laughs> Is it warm? Like, like at a cinnamon? Yeah, it'd be warm. Like okay, they like just, they just, they just finished, they just like, they put it inside, like even like a, a beer stein. You How know, big is a pint? Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to discuss like, it. I don't... This is a bottle and it is, <laughs> <laughs> this that is, is a, a bottle. That is a bottle. 
Um, it's a bottle of Clouston Holler's dry hopped non-alcoholic uh, beer. How many ounces is it? Um, a 12 fluid ounces. Okay, so one pint is 16 ounces. I just looked it up to double check. So it's just a little bit more than this. Just four ounces more. Yeah, a smidge more than that. But could you, do you think like if somebody was like, hey, if you drink this in, uh, we'll say like 20 minutes. No, oh, yeah. Like 30 minutes. Something like that. They give you like a time Absolutely. Month. But like you win a prize of like a hundred bucks and you don't have to pay for that pint that we Absolutely. gave you. <laughs> I would do that. I would yeah. have such a stomach ache, but I would do it for sure. I yeah, love I would, I, would, I would like no no problem probably try to go to the bathroom and make myself throw up after I knew I was in the clear. <laughs> like you gave me the hundred dollars. Cool, I won. I'm gonna go throw up real quick. <laughs> I would be like, Can I get some cinnamon roll to dip in this now? Like I would just be like just Want to just throw dry level, cinnamon level roll? It out. Yeah, just to get a good mix ratio in there. Can you imagine um, after drinking that much sugar, you're just sitting there fucking jittering. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am all the time. Um, you know, so now we know how big a pint is. Mm-hmm. Can you, uh, what do you think a pint of cinnamon icing would cost you? A pint of cinnamon icing? Yeah. Oh, uh, $25. You would be so surprised. It's $5.99, my friend. Wow. That's a steal. And you can go to Cinnabon.com slash frosting. You don't really, I mean, you think about like the actual it's just composite. Sugar. So, well, I mean, yeah, it's like powdered sugar mixed with <laughs> a smidge of like butter and water. Yeah. And that's that's basically it. I mean, that's all. It just gets creamy. And I mean, they, I'm sure they have their own certain twist to it that kind of makes oh, it yeah. their own, you know, like. We put signature, like a, yeah. two pinches of vanilla extract in it, you know, or something like that that gonna mix it their own. But at the same time, I'm like, it's not crazy expensive to make a bunch of it no. at once if you do it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, if you live near a Cinnabon, go check it out this holiday season. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> uh, a couple more pieces of news and we'll get moving on to trailer talk. Uh, Snickers is rolling out their peanut butter brownie bars. Yeah, they teased this like back in July or August. Yeah, I think, I think I remember talking about this. Yeah. And uh, it's time. It's happening. Nice. Uh, it looks like they're going to be rolling out uh, towards throughout now until the beginning of next year. So January 2021 is when they hope that uh, most stores will have that. So keep a lookout for that. I love a good Snickers. Uh, I do too. I love brownies. Why wouldn't you eat this? Yeah, peanut butter brownie mixed with like the paint prop. I'm assuming caramel and peanuts in with it and stuff in this chocolate bar. That sounds like a no-brainer. Yeah. And uh, Taco Bell hitting the news once again. Uh, they are, what did they get rid of this time? Uh, no, they're actually finally <laughs> lo- rolling out their vegetarian menu. Wow. Uh, which is what they've kind of been working towards. They've been uh, changing up their menu to make more room for things like this. So mm-hmm. it looks like the toasted cheddar chalupa is going to be out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they've got a vegetarian and a non-vegetarian version of that. Obviously one of them being black bean and the other one having meat in it. Um, and then they've got the veggie nachos party pack. I've been wanting one of those, those nacho party packs. I might get one this weekend. I don't there know. Depends on how it goes. When's uh, the veggie certain? Uh, the veggie things that looks like they're rolling out 2021. So yeah. the, the veggie stuff's not happening right away. Uh, but they're getting it there, and they got black beans my, now. I didn't put it in my food news, but they do have uh, McDonald's announced that they're doing their their McPlant. Yes, uh, that was one of the news things like that. that I wanted to talk about that I lost. Oh, I'm, I'm glad okay. you. I'm glad sorry. you brought that up. No, no, no. I'm good. Yeah, I'm they're glad. supposed to. Uh, they're, they've been working with the formula and stuff, trying to make it just right because they're going to do it with uh, with both uh, burger 
and apparently like nuggets and stuff as well eventually. Yeah, and I, think I saw the where they were looking sometime, at the... Sometime spring 2021, we're supposed to be getting like a limited lineup of what they're calling McPlant. Nice. So it'll be your 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 vegan or vegetarian option. The VLT and mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I I eat a lot of plant based foods. Um, I'm not 100 percent vegetarian or vegan, but I definitely uh, dabble in it a lot. So we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna tell you this isn't this is not uh, uh, well done where uh-huh. we talk about certain personal things. Okay, but. Just a little insight right now. A little snippet of well done inside your throat culture, guys. Uh-huh. Uh, Justin has found out that he has alpha gal syndrome from the same tick bite that gave me both Rocky Mountain spotted fever and ilicriosis. <laughs> also gave me alpha gal. Daddy is allergic to red meats and pork. What? And that's what's been killing my stomach and a lot of other things because wow. I just had no idea. So now all I eat is chicken and fish and i'm going to start dipping into some uh some beyond meats and stuff i'll as help well. you out got with several that. different to to try and stuff so that's that's a that's the diet i'm on now <laughs> I, i'll point some things your direction i'm i'm all about the the plant diet so i will for sure i will definitely uh i'll, I'll take whatever the chicken's great because we can pre- prepare it in so many different ways yeah. but at the same time it gets a little old and a little stale after a while i'm not a huge fan of of fish so yeah. so uh we bought some uh some tilapia to try out in a couple I different love tilapia. ways. Tilapia is good. Yeah, and that's what we we were told from several different sources that tilapia kind of takes well to whatever you're mixing it, it with like whether, yeah. you know, so so it's not so fishy and I think that'll be a good first step for me to kind of get into that. It's it is it's a good fish for non-fish people. That's absolutely true. And that's that's what I need 100% because I cannot <laughs> stand fish. But I was just like, I, I want to try it. I want to try and do something. Yeah, it's good for your ticker, too. Yeah, I love fish my ticker. Fish are good. Yeah, you got to love that ticker. What about some trailers? Let's do it. <laughs> I know one that we're going to talk about that's exactly the same. Do you? I know. Well, start us off. Here it is. Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> what? <laughs> I maybe I, I knew it was not going to be on your radar. So I just <laughs> we'll come back to it. I mean, it was a little teaser. We'll stay come tuned back. for stay tuned for jujitsu. It's going to really? be a silly goose good time. You're not going. We're going to talk about. We're gonna, nope. We're going to talk about Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yes, please. I want to know what you thought about it. So bad. coming out March fifth, twenty twenty one, to a theater near you. We've got Tom and Jerry's animated adventures. This is about. Uh, an adaptation of the classical, uh, classical, classic Hanna Barbera uh, cartoon, which actually, apparently, according to the synopsis, reveals how Tom and Jerry first met and oh. formed their rivalry. Interesting. Um, so this kind of all starts with the this hotel that they're that this, that's kind of going on. Chloe Grace Moretz, uh, yes. her character is kind of like a new person coming into the hotel. She's trying to impress uh, the hotel runner, who is played by uh, Michael Pina. I think yeah. I believe. Yeah. Pain. And uh so they've got uh so they they find out that they have about of a, a mouse problem in <laughs> in the form of Jerry Mouse. Yes. And uh Chloe's idea is, you know, maybe we don't need to get like an exterminator in here and people would see all these, you know, that there's stuff kind of going on. We don't want them to know. So we'll get nature's predator Tomcat to come in <laughs> and hunt it down and the classic Tom and Jerry antics, you know, ensue. With, yeah, with Kim Jong in the kitchen cooking stuff for whatever reason. Yeah, he's always got to have a bit part in there. 
But honestly, once it actually gets down to it, he's probably going to be the best part of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was really surprised. I, I liked how the animation layered in there. Yeah, like, it, it's it's kind of like... Uh, it felt like, a little more Mary Poppins. Like it well, felt I like, was going to say, it was almost like Space Jammy mixed with yes. Mary Poppins. But the way that it was in there was very clean. It wasn't... It wasn't as jarring as it is in certain. Uh, in well, they certain didn't try to CGI like digital, make it real. Like they were like, yeah, we're going to own these 2D characters and the way that they're drawn. And we're going to honor that. And we're going to do it that way. And I thought that was the best way to do a take on that. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope that other people follow suit with this instead of making like the Smurfs or the Sonics yeah. or whatever S named thing that you can think of. That's a cartoon. The uh, Snorks. The what? The Snorks. The Snorks? Yeah. Is that a, real? You don't know about the Snorks? I don't know what the Snorks are. They're like Smurfs, but they're water people, and they have noses that are like, uh, what's that thing that sh- that you use when you're... A periscope? Uh, no, like you're in the water and you breathe out of it. Uh, snorkel? Snorkel. Yeah, that's why they're Snorks. Yeah. This is the episode of Mini Hestus. Now, do I think Tom and Jerry will be good? No. Probably not. But will it be entertaining? Yes. Uh, yes. I, I don't know. Who's, who's doing this? Do you know what studio it is? Um, It's Hanna-Barbera Studios. It's Warner <laughs> no. Brothers Animation. Is it Warner Brothers? Yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't know who was handling it. So more than likely, if I'm going to check it out, I'll check it out with Betty and Mandy together on a couch on HBO Max. Yeah. Why wouldn't you watch it with pike. your kid? I mean, that makes sense. Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I don't. this isn't a theater movie for me. No, I'm. I, to be fair, nothing's a theater movie, but I understand what you're saying. Well, I mean, technically, not right now, but theaters were <laughs> open for a very limited window. But the Backstreet Boys decided to come around again in a little bit. They, uh, do you think that there'll be movie theaters by the time this is all over? Uh, yeah. Or they they all run out of money. And no, no, they'll 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 come back. You think so? Yeah, maybe. What about uh Justice League Snyder cut? They dropped yeah. a new trailer of that. Do you see that? I watched it. It was black and white. Did you watch the black and white or the colored version of it? I watched the colored version. I watched the black and white version. I bet they looked about the same. One had more color in it. Yeah. Kind of like Logan. <laughs> yes. This is true. Though I like the black and white version of that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a definitely a much more interesting take on it. It f- made the movie feel different. Yeah. I feel like that movie needed that to kind of get... Not that it needed it, but it made that movie... It added more to entry. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It didn't take anything Whereas away. Whereas this, I feel like a black and white version of Justice League, I'm not really, I, I feel like I need the color for it. Yeah. Justice League is more all about, to me, like it's about that flashy vibrance. It's not like this. We're superheroes, Logan, for sure. Logan's yeah. getting old. Xavier's old. Like it's just this gritty, you know, yeah. whatever. It almost feels like it has that kind of traditional Western spaghetti Western feel to it whenever you're looking yeah. at it in black and white. It gives it that extra layer grip. Whereas... I want to see flashy lights and colors and all kinds of stuff. I want to see the Superman output pop, not just be muted. Agreed, for sure. Yeah, we don't need it to be muted anymore. I feel like we've used a lot of uh, muted tones in our realistic Snyderverse anyway, so let's yeah. let those colors pop. I like the idea that they're using a little bit of black and white for like a, a promotional thing, though. Like that. Yeah, that's for sure. Cool. That's that's neat. Um, I don't. That's what I mean. I just don't want the whole... I don't need to see the entire series in black and white once it's out. Yeah, we saw a lot more Dark Side in this and we yeah you saw, get to see a more uh steppenwolf kind of close up to yeah we saw a few yeah. times i couldn't remember what steppenwolf looked like in the the theatrical version but did they change the way that he looked quite a bit that I you think know so of? yeah because you don't really get to see, in the theatrical release you didn't get to see him hardly at all 
Is that not who we fought? Wasn't that the main boss? He was, but I don't feel like you get to see him as much in, oh, okay. as you do. Like even in this, I felt like I almost got to see him more here. Like we're gonna hang we out do, with him. even then. I think we're okay. gonna get. Yeah, I think we're gonna hang out with him a little bit more. Cool. Right. It's on. nice getting to see Dark Side too. Yeah, for sure. And I like that we saw uh, like Iris West in there. Yeah. Already, so like it tells me that they're really gonna expand. Um, that cast list is really going to be a lot more, which is good that it's going to go series because we're going to get to really live in those characters maybe a little bit more than we even would have if we got the Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, so, like I feel like they were talking about, um, and you see a little bit in the trailer, you're getting more backstory on some of these other characters I think so, as well, yeah. too. So you get to see a little bit more of the insight to like Cyborg and stuff, Absolutely. Too. So well, I, and I, if I, I remember right, I think they even said that uh, in Zack Snyder's version, Cyborg was kind of like the main character. Like he was the one that you related to because he was the like regular dude who got jacked up by a machine and all that stuff. So like, yeah, he was supposed to be your kind of point person to go, "Ooh, I can relate to this kid." Yeah, kind of a thing. So I wouldn't be upset with. It. I mean, I feel like not just this version of the of the movie, but just in general, I feel like the character Cyborg needs to get a little bit of extra love because it's not that people don't like him. I know a lot of people really like him. People look to him to kind of yeah. for that relation period. But at the same time, I feel like he doesn't really get a lot of limelight. He's always just kind of sidekicky. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm curious how... I haven't seen how he plays in Doom Patrol. Um, yeah. And I, and I have not watched Doom see. Patrol at all, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. But that's Fine, what I'm saying. Like, I kind of want to know... It'd be really interesting, even if they did like, hey, like 40 plus minutes of this one episode, quote unquote, of the miniseries that they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, if that would even just be like, hey, this is all just fucking backstory about this guy and yeah. stuff. It'd be really interesting just to see some more insight like that. Absolutely. I think so. I doubt it'll happen, but you know. Yeah. As promised, jujitsu. <laughs> Released on November 20th, 2020. This movie stars none other than Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. This makes sense. None other than Marie Avakaropoulos <laughs> and Frank Grillo, Tony Jaa, and Juju Chan. This is a movie about an alien that comes to Earth from a portal that opens every six years. And it is up to Nicolas Cage's character, who is a lord and master of jiu-jitsu and, and the martial arts, to get together a ragtag team of the world's best jiu-jitsu masters to combat the alien and send it back to its world. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Literally the entirety of this two minute and 20 second trailer was completely narrated by Nicholas Cage's character. That's he awesome. Is, he is the reason why this movie is existing. Basically, yes. even though he is not the quote unquote, he's like, he's your Mr. Miyagi to this universe kind of uh -huh. a thing. Like he's the, he's the supposed to be like a grizzled Kung Fu master. But he's just being <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it. he's, I'm glad he's not he portraying can... he's not portraying any other character other than just himself. So like when you're talking to him and stuff like that, he's just using all of the Nicolas Cageisms as in as opposed to being like this wise master that's just like, <laughs> I'll teach you the ways or something like that and fight and stuff. He's just like, Of course I know how to do kung fu. Why would why would you think I don't? Look at my dojo. I can do flips. And it's just like, I'm not even joking. Like the very end of the trailers, he, he, he looks at the camera. Hey, there's a the alien. He's fighting the alien at one point in time. He looks at the camera, looks at the alien you know, off camera. He goes, I can fly too. And does this flip. <laughs> that's like a like triple or quadruple flip in the air. 
flying at him with a sword. That's and awesome. I was just like, oh my God. But I don't really, I'm not the biggest Nicolas Cage fan no. anymore. I know he's kind of got a little bit of a resurgence with like the Mandy movie and some of these other indie titles that he's yeah. doing because it's really kind of pulling in the characters that they're, you know, utilizing him for are characters that need a Nicolas Cage like. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they need this person to be emphasis on extra fucking crazy. <laughs> and he has that down to a T because it's basically. He knows he he's, he's aware he's got this yeah. down, but this movie did not need that for air. Your, your, your legendary master. This is definitely straight to video indie movie. Yeah. Type of a thing. But they, they decided like, hey, let's, let's throw a little extra budget. Let's get Nicholas cage in here. Yeah. And they was just like, I mean, just do what you do. You know, don't try to mute it at all. Just be you. Yes. And, I think it'll be funny. I think I could see this on an episode of like, how did this get made down the road? Because it's going to be one of those movies that's like really bad, cheesy acting and stuff like that. They'll have a lot of little viewpoints that kind of hit. But after I watched it, I was just like, there's no way I can't not mention this. <laughs> it's out now digitally. You can go uh, oh, nice. it from uh, from Amazon, YouTube or uh, Google movies, wherever you rent your movies and stuff from. Nice. Uh, they dropped a trailer for Happiest Season, which comes out out uh i think it's actually already out i think it comes out the end of november uh so happiest season uh we talked about it last uh last uh, time i think maybe when we did well done because we were talking about tegan and sarah's new song i saw the pictures for the i saw screenshots of this but i didn't actually watch the trailer still yeah uh so it's uh i think we we talked a little bit about it last time but it's dan levy and uh kristen stewart uh along with a slew of cast i think like Uh, allison breeze in it right Allison Breeze in it, Victor Garber's in it. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of people that I look familiar, but I'm not entirely familiar with the names of them uh, that are in I'm, there. I'm definitely in for some more Dan Levy. I love him. Yeah, and it's on Hulu, so it's like you're already if you're already a Hulu subscriber, go check that shit out. Like, uh, it looks like it's gonna be a really good little holiday season. Uh, Kristen Stewart's got a girlfriend who uh, brings her home uh, to the family, uh, but the family doesn't know that Kristen Stewart's girlfriend is uh, gay. So. Uh, it makes a little bit of an interesting. I mean, they thing. don't know that Kristen Stewart's gay and that she has a girlfriend. No, it's so it's Kristen Stewart's girlfriend, which I'm sure she has a name, uh, but I just don't know it. Uh, it's her parents that they're going to. Oh, okay. And I was confused. I thought you were saying Kristen Stewart was bringing her home to her parents, but they didn't know that that girl was gay. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, they don't know that uh, that the. That Kristen Stewart and the their daughter are they a don't couple. Know they're in a couple, yeah. I yeah. Gotcha. And Dan Levy is uh, is Kristen Stewart's friend. Like they live in the city and whatnot. And so like she's calling Dan and being like, I don't. They don't. She hasn't told her friend, her family, what's going on. And he's like, you know, just deal with it or whatever. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's gonna be pretty good. I'm I'm stoked for it. Um, and then the last trailer I saw uh, was for another thing that's already out. Uh, surprise early drop uh, is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Yeah, I watched this trailer too. It's, I'm uh, excited for it. It's more docudrama series kind of in a yeah, way. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just like a, a it's kind of a recap of the of the show and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, they're not acting. It's just a reunion, like a recap of everything, just kind of yeah. telling stories. Going back to the old house, kind of yeah. just sitting around, memori- you know, re- you know, just kind of reminiscing, reminiscing on memories and stuff, yeah. if you will. Looks like it's gonna have some feely parts to it. I I almost yeah. cried at the trailer. Uh, yeah, as soon as they showed the dad, I was just yeah. like, God, man, this is gonna be really sad if you watch this, just knowing that he's not with us anymore. Yeah, well, and he was just like he would like Will Smith was telling stories about like 
every him like telling me he did a good mm-hmm. job and whatnot. And it was just like, oh, this is gonna be good. Because like, I didn't know that either too until I watched the trailer that he was uh, he was like a classic like Shakespearean type actor. Like he yeah. did theater theater for a living and stuff. Yeah. And there was that part whenever he's like, how come you don't accept me or something yeah. like that in that one episode? And they hugged. And he said something like, whenever we were hugging, he whispered in my ear while we were doing that scene. He goes, now that is acting. Yeah. Because <laughs> he said he couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. And I was yeah. just like, that's so awesome. Like fucking chills and shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was uh, my last trailer. But lots of good stuff uh, coming out this holiday season. Uh, full show. We got lots of little little tidbits of news on my end of different things. Yeah. Nothing, nothing big where I talked to you just a little bit before we started going live on the episode. Uh, nothing big on the gaming side of things. We're at a little bit of a lull. I would assume come time for the beginning of uh, 2021 when we do the uh, the January edition of Throat Culture, uh, we will have probably a lot more news because we're going to be leading into uh, the Game Awards. We're going to have a lot of end-of-the-year discussion stuff too. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a lot of other things kind of coming at you that you'll hear more things, but a lot of other different things kind of coming out on the TV and movie sides of things and tech. Yeah. It seems like things are starting to actually come together with casting, uh, and development on shows and, uh, things are starting to just generally come together. We're starting to figure out what we can make and what we can do, uh, going forward. So yeah. And I, you know, one of the biggest things I saw was, uh, that Tim Burton is going to be doing a live action Adams family. Yes, sir. Uh, movie with the Smallville producers. It looks like they're they're going all out, kind of another resurgence while the animated movies are still going on. Yeah. So I think it was just kind of like for the for years now, Tim Burton had talked about in interviews about tossing around the property of Adam's family because it had been talked to him, yeah. uh, you know, about it several different times, whether it be a movie or a television show. I didn't realize that this was going to be a television show until earlier today. Because Mandy had told me about this actually, okay, and I was, and she said, "Yeah, it's actually a TV show." And I was just like, "I don't remember you saying that." I was like, "That's kind of crazy." Tim Burton doing actual t- television series, right? Kind yeah, of thing. Because um, that'll be kind of his first foray into that. Yeah, I don't but, know what kind uh, of experience he's really got in TV besides. This. I mean, I could yeah. imagine it being similar to just any kind of like. You know, taking I'm sure he had like, some like sort the of feel that we get from like Mandalorian. You could probably piece all that shit together true. and make one really good feeling movie in a sense. You know what yeah. I mean? And we, if he does that kind of a feel and aesthetic to it and just chop it up into an episodic content. Yeah, that'd be kind of like where you get with it. I guess he's probably got experience at least uh, doing some executive producing over some of the, like anime, like the Beetlejuice cartoon and things like that, I yeah. would imagine. And plus, if he's got the executive producers for Smallville, I mean, the series lasted 10 seasons. They're going to have experience for knowing exactly kind of the route of, you know, maybe potentially where they need to kind of go with things. They can kind of help steer him in maybe a direction. And there's already an existing show that went on for how many seasons did the the original Adams Family show go on for? Technically, Uh, it was two seasons, actually. Only two seasons, but... I think between the two seasons, at that point in time, they didn't have like a designated number. They were cap. like twenty episode seasons. Yeah, they, were, like, was, they were they were like thirty two episodes like each. So it was okay. like th- sixty something episodes for two seasons total, basically. Yeah. And that, I that think story, like there was a lot of cartoons that were that way too. Like like Hanna Barbera, classic Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera would have been like, hey, uh, you know, this Magilla Gorilla uh, animated series or something like that. If you consider it a season, but yeah. it's basically like here's. 72 shorts yeah well that's, <laughs> that's why you get like our season <laughs> in the old older cartoons you get volumes of things anyways mm-hmm. it's like because they 
the season yeah. orders were like 50 episodes because they were Absolutely. like, let's just crank this out and then it's gonna, we're gonna yeah, cancel it. So like it. your Looney Tunes has that Golden Age collection where you get like volumes one yeah. through ten and it's, each one is like basically four discs long. Yeah. Uh, but it makes sense. And that's a story that they don't have to kind of think about how it becomes a series. It just, it works as a series out the gate because it's just a family of misfits that kind of have adventures, whether it's involves their extended family or if it involves the quote unquote normal people in the city and yeah. whatever. So typically every single one always involved somebody normal from the city kind of mishmashing with their yeah. stuff and kind of being like, Oh my God, they're so crazy and kooky. <laughs> and then they would have, you know, your stereotypical returning characters where they'd be like, Oh, this guy's like a tax man. He's coming to talk to him. And then like two episodes later, like the return of him. And they're, they're just like, it's something from the Adams account. He's like, the Adams account. <laughs> you better help me go over here and deal with it because they're too much. The return of the tax man. Uh, Hulu is raising prices of their live TV bundle an extra $10 yeah. this month. And Netflix uh, just did it too. Yeah, we Netflix got a lot was of hikes kind of coming around. I know that uh, this is going up $10. So starting December 18th, your Hulu plus live TV bundle will cost you around $65 a month. Yep. Uh, current plan, obviously, $55. Uh, this price hike will now make Hulu plus the live TV the same value as YouTube TV. I was kind of in that mishmash because I was like, I don't know if I haven't looked at the channel listing in a while of what YouTube TV has. I was just like, if this is because I still have Hulu for my live TV right now. Yeah. I was like, if they have a couple extra channels, something maybe that I want, I might switch just to kind of Hulu to better. see what's up or something. I've had I've had all of them now, and yeah, I, I think Hulu too. has been my favorite. But I know that they've worked out a lot of shit with YouTube, and I have not been back there in a bit. Well, it's just one of those things where, like with Hulu, you kind of you can factor in that like six dollars of that price is their original content that you don't sure. you can't get anywhere else. Like if they were just charging for Hulu itself, um, and I just I I think that at least uh, for me the local channel offerings are important. And I feel like Hulu does a better job with offering the the local channel stuff. I do know that I know I know that YouTube has the the locals now as well. Do they? I know okay. they did, they didn't for a long time, but they've got that situated. And uh, and there is there's a good hit and miss. Like uh, I know YouTube TV gets AMC, which is kind of like one that I like because I like The Walking Dead. So that's one that I always go. Oh shit! YouTube TV's got AMC. Yeah, so this one's like I don't know what channel listings are there. Like for us. For something that's a little monotonous with especially with Betty. And that's why I always anytime we do anything that's a well done, it's always like, hey, I watched a lot of like ghost adventures or a lot of these food shows. I have something that's on in the background that I can kind of pay attention to every now and then, but it's kind of just monotonous because I'm wrangling around the kid and stuff like that too. So yeah, it always gets to that point in time for me where I always explain to Mandy, like, I just kind of want to have something on that's in the background that I can pay attention to every now and then. That, you know, I, I don't necessarily have to pay attention to, like with watching sure. Walking Dead or something that's like a set in series. So I always look for channels like that that I can throw in. Mm -hmm. I know AMC plays a lot of stuff that's not just their original content. Yeah, they got a lot too. of movie stuff still. There's so still that's, you know, American that's, that's movie good classics. Yes. So that's always something that's good for me for like an AMC. But yeah. also like having Food Network and then also having something like Cooking Channel. That's kind of cool to have too because they have other people that are on there that I really like as 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 food hosts that are on there that have different kind of weird content. You watch the food network so much that you need a second food network so that you can't, you don't need reruns. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it right there. You're like, I need more of this stuff. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I guess uh, something that's kind of cool that 
is going on uh, kind of in combating with that is for the price difference that Hulu is rising for T-Mobile is starting T-Vision, which is their new live streaming television, whatever, for 10 bucks a month. Uh, wow. So the price difference of what Hulu just cranked up to is uh, what uh, T-Mobile is going to say. Do. do you know what networks they're offering on that? Like how much of the list is they it? have? Let's see. So they start out with $10, which is going to give you like TV vision, TV vision vibe. Uh, and it's going to give you things like AMC, BET, Comedy Central, Food Network, MTV and Nickelodeon. No sports, no news, no local. It's just going to be. Like a bare bones kind of extra, yeah, like yeah. an entertainment package. But that's kind of cool for ten bucks. I mean, a, there's a lot on AMC. We just talked about it: Comedy Central, Food Network, MTV, Nickelodeon. Like that's a pretty good ten dollar bundle if you were yeah. if you if you were just looking for some live TV and you didn't really require a certain show. If you're like, I just want to put on some live shit sometimes. Yeah, um, for sure. So that's pretty cool. And then it goes up from there. Obviously, they've got a $40 package, uh, and they start getting into all your local broadcasting. But still, for $40 a month, looks like you're getting local ABC, local NBC, local Fox, um, and then you're getting like TNT, USA, TBS, stuff like that. Um, and it's So, it's, yeah, if you live where we live in, in Southern Illinois, if you don't live where we live in Southern Illinois, yeah. try that out. Because <laughs> there's basically no T-Mobile here, hardly. Well, it's just online. It's it's just the internet. I, I I just meant like in general. I didn't like you could download it on another network provider and stuff. I'm just saying. I would assume most people that do this kind of thing, like with AT and T stuff that they do, whether it be for direct or they they had another thing too. What was it? The Uverse. Yeah, I they had direct like, for a long had, time. They had like a, a subset package that you could get. Yeah. So you paid for your phones and stuff like this. And you had a bundled price that would kind of dumb it down. Yeah. I would assume if you have T-Mobile service, I bet there's probably a package that kind of dumbs that down. a little Well, bit too. The, the thing with it is that actually T-Mobile users have access to this now. It doesn't come cool. out until I believe February for the rest of the world. Uh, but it's out now for for actual T-Mobile users can check this out. Um and 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 be involved in it. So it's just another option. I think T-Mobile is probably just like any other uh, provider of one service, and they realize they need to expand in order to survive. Um, so it's somebody else getting in the game is good for us because if somebody gets in the game cheaper, they're either going to have to raise their prices or it forces Hulu and YouTube TV and others to offer better content, uh, more product, or lower their price. So. Uh, that market's going to get a little bit more competitive, I think, as we see things go on. Uh, Sling's still holding pretty steady with their sl- with their smaller uh, plans. I mean, they've got their big combined orange blue, uh, but you can yeah. still get a, a a decent plan for like thirty five bucks, I think. Yeah, uh, or less. I mean, honestly, depending on which one you get, I think they have other I think bundles. The, I that think thirty five is the cheapest ones, now. That's the cheapest. I think okay. so. I, I knew at one point in time they had a customized thing where you could start off, and it was like the bare bones was at twenty dollars at one point. It's in time gone. Or something. Yeah, it's gone up. Uh, okay but but yeah there there definitely are other things out there and it's cool to see these competitive markets like the t-vision from t-mobile that is neat i got a couple hbo things uh hbo max is officially rolled out on on your amazon fire devices now so uh that happened middle of november so if you guys have a hbo max subscription and some some fire tvs fire cubes fire sticks whatever all the little fire bundles are if you got that high fire, get that max. <laughs> and speaking of HBO Max, I didn't realize. Did we talk about this before about the Batman series? Uh, no. What are you talking about? 
So apparently, uh, they have a TV series that they're doing. In oh the works yeah, yeah, yeah. For HBO Max, for the based off of Matt Reeves' Batman. Yeah, it's uh, kind of going to be following just the like the police department, kind of a yeah, uh, a GCPD kind of centralized TV show, almost like Gotham was, but more grown up and set in the same movie universe. Yeah. Um, so initially, I, I didn't realize that that was a thing. I didn't think we talked about it. I don't on the know show. if we, if we did. did yeah. It was briefly, but. Um, so that that was news to me, but and uh, they already had a showrunner picked uh-huh. for it, Terrence Winter, and that guy actually backed out. He go. Uh, he exited the show due to creative differences, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I guess his they said Winter's vision didn't line for the series didn't line up exactly with what Reeves and other producers had in mind for the show with the kind of police department stuff. Yeah, uh, kind of as the primary uh, focal point for it. And Makes stuff, sense, but. It was kind of cool. I want to make sure that I mentioned that because I mean there was news that was already kind of tied to it, and we I didn't think we'd actually talked about it in person on the show. So yeah, for the news to me and new Batman trailer that people had watched, uh, we talked about like a couple months ago or something. Uh, we got a TV series happening with it on yep. Max. Absolutely, we also are getting a Tiny Toons reboot on Max. Yes, that's uh, it's also coming to Cartoon Network. It looks like. Uh, the Tuniversity, something like the that. The Tiny Toon Luniversity. Luniversity, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name of it. They're tiny. They're toony. They're all. Uh, they're back for a rebooty. Uh, is that what it says? <laughs> that's what it says. So they look like they, I'm assuming this is like college aged versions. Oh, I didn't. I is there a an because there there's a size difference. They're they they look like they're meant to be taller. They have like slightly different like like hairstyle and looks to them and whatnot. Oh, okay. I didn't. I haven't actually seen an image for this. I just saw the article. So I didn't know, like, if it was meant to be like. I think these are all like quote unquote Y seven shows that were on like, uh, you know, CW's network or Fox or whatever I back see. in the day. The uh, uh what was the, the, the animation w, block or whatever it was. Yeah, and I think that this was like a quote unquote Y seven because there was some stuff that like some of the people would throw out as jokes that would be moderately suggestive right that kids wouldn't notice completely at all or anything like that. Same thing with Animaniacs. Yeah, you know, you have you. Hello, nurse was like the biggest the the biggest joke to them and stuff, and it was because you saw the beautiful blonde nurse with the big boobs. Yes. Um. So I mean, it, it was always kind of like a little nudge nudge for the parents and stuff that are you know watching this cartoon with their kids. Uh. So I would I would say that a Y seven production like that could play well, even if they're meant to be in quote unquote college. Years. Oh yeah, that would still work. I I agree completely. It could be fun for kids still to watch it because they're going to be in school and doing the same wacky antics and whatnot. Yeah, I saw that with this. They said that the the what the 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 mean character, not mean, but the uh, Elvira. Yeah, she's not coming back. Yeah, I saw that as well. I thought that was kind of an odd choice to not bring her back for some reason. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they didn't like the what what she portrays or something. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll find something else to do. I mean, we, so we're getting Tiny Toons. Uh, we've got Animaniacs rolled out. Uh, so it's just like I love that everything's kind of coming back. Yeah, speaking of coming back, another reboot in the works, Disney Plus, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, absolutely. Darkwing Duck reboot and early development heading to Disney Plus sometime next year. Yeah. Uh, according to Variety article, it says that the reboot has no writers currently that are attached to it, but it is being executive produced by the teams of uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg at the Point Grey Pictures. Okay, well, I really hope that, I think that... Uh, I think that since they've had a couple of very Darkwing Duck centric episodes on DuckTales, 
I yeah. think maybe it's gone over well. Uh, I like that animation. I'm really, I'm really, I mean, I know you are too. You really absolutely dig that animation. And uh, as always, like any kind of animation that's of that ilk where it's those sharper edges and everything's outlined in bold. I really, really love that whenever it pops like that. Yes, absolutely. So hopefully we get to see it as a spinoff of it. And then we can really, uh, I really hope we just build up that Disney afternoon block again. Like that's, yeah, that would be ideal uh, to do something like that for sure. I hope so too. I, I, I'm, I've always been a huge fan of it and whatnot. It'd be really good to see that come back, but I, I didn't know that they kind of beat around the bush with it a little bit. Whenever they were talking about it in that article from variety, it didn't make it seem like they were like for sure being like, cause they were like no necessary like showrunner that's yeah. tied to it. You know what I mean? Like Pretty, it like, seems, it open. seemed like it should have been a no brainer to give it to, to that team it, because yeah. the dark duck or the, the DuckTales crew has already been doing so well with this reboot. Yeah. I mean, it's on, it's on Disney and Disney XD stuff constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Unless they've got different agreements. Like you said, it's a Disney Plus show. Like, so do they have different agreements and contracts and whatnot to where they can't technically just hand it to the dark the Ducktales crew? Yeah. To, but hopefully, it's still heavily influenced by it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In uh, I, what might I would imagine be our last '90s cartoon reference, Freakazoid is going to be on Teen Titans Go. I did not know this. I I didn't think you did. Uh, no. We were just talking about Freakazoid the other the other day, and uh, I saw this, and I was like, "Oh, Justin's going to be excited." That's uh, crazy. Yeah, so Freakazoid's going to make a guest appearance on the uh, sixth season of Teen Titans Go. Uh, he's going to be on an episode called Hugbees, um, and yeah, just going to have a little uh, little spot in there. I'm curious to see how they handle it, what it's going to look like in the Teen Titans Go animation. Are they going to change it, or is it going to look exactly the same? Uh, I would but, assume, I mean, like, I, I could see them doing, like, the very go aesthetic to it and just making him, you know, wearing the same big red, almost kind of pajama outfit in yeah. a way. I don't really know how you would classify it. Jumpsuit, it was like an all red jumpsuit with the white gloves and boots and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I could see them just kind of dipping back into that, but just making them kind of smaller, mm-hmm. kind of chibi like they do for that. For sure. Uh, on the Marvel side of things, I got a few uh, little snippets. We got uh, an official announcement that... Chris Pat is reportedly reprising his role as Peter Quill, oh, okay. uh, aka Starwood in Marvel's Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. So not like in a guard, not like duh, he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three, but he's no, going to no, be no, crossover. Yeah, you're gonna, we're going to be having that crossover, so we're going to still see him. Nice. In some, in I guess it's supposed to be what they're saying is he's going to have a, a little bit more of a pivotal role, kind of in the same ilk that we had a lot more uh, Hulk in this last go. Around yeah, yeah, yeah. With Thor, I think we're going to get a little bit more of the kind of weird well, semi-tag teamy brotherly love with, that we get with them because he's still with them. I that's think, what right I was going to say. They, we left with the two of them together, right? So Yeah, the, he, he he's kind of like, I'm going to be a member of the Guardians and he left on the ship with them kind yeah, of thing. They were the Asgardians of the galaxy. And then uh, the last bit of uh, a little Marvel flavor that I got here is a uh, Marvel Studio executive producer confirmed that Disney is not officially not going to use any kind of a digital double uh, of the late actor. Chadwick Boseman in a Black Panther sequel. Cool. I, I think they said not, that yeah. they're trying to find uh, a different kind of avenue to return to that area and kind of tell a little bit more almost like history wise of specific things. Oh, so that way I think they, they can kind of throw in a different character to kind of tell like in a Black Panther sequel, but it'd be almost kind of like a prequel. Yeah, I'm following you. Like maybe his yeah. following his dad 
Yeah, uh, kind of. I think that's the that's the kind of they said that that's the route that they're kind of trying to navigate down to kind of make it like still relevant to the Wakanda and the universe itself and kind of how it led to where it would go into that yeah. first Black Panther movie, but still kind of keeping it classy enough to be like, hey, we're not going to use a digital double. We don't have a bunch of stock footage of of Chadwick Boseman to use either. So we're going to find means to still tell more stories, but in a way that we don't have to you know, pick another Black Panther. Absolutely. Though yeah. I think that I think uh, his sister that Shuri would uh, would do really good as a Black Panther. Oh, yeah. I think that she's a really good character uh, that I hope we can see. No matter what, I think we had talked at one point in time. I had had mentioned that maybe she could be an Iron Man since she's very tech savvy and whatnot. But I think she'd yeah. be a good Black Panther too. So mm-hmm. uh, she would she'd be cool for that. Absolutely. Uh, on the Netflix side of the world. Um, it's a couple of things. One, they have announced that they're working on a live action Assassin's Creed series. Uh, so that's kind of uh, something interesting considering that they we did a movie that didn't really do yeah. great. Uh, I honestly, coming after this, I feel like a, a TV series would probably do a little bit well, a little bit better. I think delving into an episodic telling of like Desmond Miles and that character yeah. in general as opposed to what we did with uh, Michael Fassbender and that character. Yeah. I don't know if it was he, I didn't watch the movie. Is he I didn't technically is he supposed to be Desmond? I, I couldn't. Cause that's the you. character from like the main original trilogy, I guess, if you will, like he's like the pivotal character who's going into the animus. Okay. Um, into the, into the past lives because he's like the descendant of the assassins. Okay. And they're pulling him into the animus. So that way he can uh, see this history and alter history for the better kind mm. of. I see. So they're like utilizing him. The Knights Templar are utilizing him to kind of alter the way things happened. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really familiar with the series at all whatsoever. Um, I did for the first time. They had like. A, there's a couple of uh, Assassin's Creed games on sale, and I just bought. They had like a trilogy, which was like two, and then like two other games. It wasn't one or three. It was like two and yeah, then two. Two had uh, two spinoffs. Okay, so it was basically those centrally, centrally around that character. His name is Ezio. Yes, it was the Ezio trilogy. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so there, there was like a it takes place during like the Italian Renaissance because you actually in that there's a, I don't think it's the first. It's not two, but it's one of the spinoff games. You actually like go to Leonardo da Vinci oh, to I help see. you, and he builds like assassin things for you. He'll give you like oh, one cool. of the experimental like flying machines that he was uh-huh. making. And you use that to like fly over the city at one point in time and stuff too. So it's kind of utilizing him as you're like almost like Q is to uh, yeah to to James Bond yeah. And it was like it's like it was the remaster of it for PlayStation yeah. Four, and it was like twelve bucks. And I was like, I'll buy that, uh, try it out. So I haven't tried it out yet, but I I might know more about Assassin's Creed by the time this TV show comes out. Who knows? Um, and then also just a quick note. Netflix is uh, looking into doing uh, linear scheduled TV channels, uh, which is something that uh, the Peacock has played around with, and I think is awesome the, the peacock, way that cock, the cock. Peacock cock has uh, handled. And they've been doing it a pretty cool way. Like uh, Peacock has a like The Office TV channel, and you just go on there, and it's just random episodes of The Office just running. And uh, cool. and same with they've got a lot of a uh, handful of different ones. So like, this is kind of the route they're thinking about going with. Yeah, stuff. it seems like they're wanting to try that out as like another thing, uh, maybe a way for. Looks like they're potentially offering it as a uh, a free option for non-subscribers uh, to be able to go in and use Netflix for a couple of like 
free channels to watch things, mm. uh, which would drum up more business, which is kind of a good idea. And also, like, if you just don't know what you want to pick to watch, it's it's kind of refreshing to just turn on something, especially if you can go in and say, I want to watch this uninterrupted, like, it's essentially live TV programming without commercials. It's kind of a yeah. cool way to do it. It's like, I don't have to wait for a commercial and be interrupted by that, but I also don't have to pick my shit. It can just kind of run through. Um, I just hope getting that, like just hitting a shuffle button for your sh- for your stuff, and that's what I hope for eventually. Is like I want to be able to do that. I think we had talked about this maybe even years ago with like the Disney afternoon block. Is like yeah, give me like let me pick four or five cartoons I want, yeah, and then I just want to hit a shuffle with that, and then just hit play. They probably could be. They could probably do that in a way if they made it in a playlist format of yeah, all of those absolutely. things together because they already have it in collections on disney plus for specific things yeah. you know what i mean like they have like the star wars like darth vader collection yeah and mm-hmm. it's all of the movies that would have darth vader if they just utilize that in the listing format of all of these episodes and then, then, just then you shuffle. just add that shuffle feature then you'd be able to just hit that you know what i mean bada like, bing bada boom well you know bada bing bada boom it's before done. we get too far away i want to make sure that people knew that Ezio trilogy is assassin's creed 2 Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Ah, yes, that's what Those I own. The, the three games there. That's what I uh, Also, speaking of Netflix, kind of tailing off yours, they officially renewed uh, Umbrella Academy for a third season. I saw that. Uh, upcoming third season is going to have uh, 10 episodes, just like the previous two have had as well. Still kicking, still going strong. I guess uh, people I are it. fans. I'm I wonder if they're going to follow the Hotel Oblivion storyline. Or no what they're gonna do because they they followed the the Dallas storyline pretty closely, but yeah. kind of took some uh, of their own little creative freedoms in there. So uh, with Hotel Oblivion kind of being a fairly new story, it'd be interesting to see if they're gonna do that. Uh, or you know, Gerard's gonna have to keep writing if they're gonna follow structure because after Hotel Oblivion, which just came out what last year, uh, yeah. there's not any other story uh, besides yeah. some little pickoffs and this little prequel that he's currently writing are they doing a killjoy series yeah they're doing a killjoy uh oh gosh what's it called i can't remember i i've got it uh downloaded i haven't started reading it yet but they've did a a new killjoys comic series yeah yeah i wanted to start reading that too i haven't haven't uh, dipped into it fourth of july national anthem i knew it was something patriotic it's called true lies of fabulous killjoys national anthem yeah cool uh, need to dip into that a little bit. Another news thing that I thought was kind of a fun thing. Uh, Hasbro has a, I didn't, I never really dipped into this. They have a, 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 a series of different toys and collectibles that they call the Black Series. Really? And the Black Series is now coming with a Mandalorian electronic helmet since we're so steeped into Mando right now. Oh, okay. we're, we're coming close to wrapping up our season as it stands right now. Is this different than like more weeks. the Star Wars Black Series? Or is it? Uh, this is a. It had the Black Series has other things apart from just Star Wars. Oh, really? Because well. Star yeah. Wars Black Series has been around for years, and it's been like like really heavy duty, like really finely detailed, a little bit higher end, like uh, action figures and stuff like that. I think this is all still stemmed from the same thing. This okay. is a fully functional one to one scale recreation of Din's helmet. Nice. Uh, it has weathered parts, uh, metallic paint schemes like where it's chipped off yeah, and stuff a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. as well too. Um, like the rest of other Black Series helmets they've done before in the past, this is 100% fully wearable. Uh, nice. It has featured foam padding so it's extra comfortable and adjustment for a fitting. Um, that way, you know, it's kind of one size fits all there. 
uh, so you can adjust different straps on the inside to make it tighter or loose. Uh, the helmet also comes with a removable tactical light on the side, like he has for certain, like whenever you go into caves and stuff, you know, yeah. he has that light that switches on and interior red lights as well. So you can see like a backlit red lights on the inside of your helmet. That's cool. And they're only, that's all that stuff's only powered by a single double A battery, which I thought was kind of nuts. <laughs> Normally it's just like, Hey, here's your, here's your cool toy. It takes 12 batteries. I guess you can't put like four D batteries in a helmet like that. Probably. Yeah. Just one double A battery. Nice. Um, and then, uh, so the Mandalorian electronic helmet is priced at, uh, uh, one nineteen ninety nine, So one twenty. And it's available for pre-order right now on Amazon. Cool. Very nice. Uh, another thing that's launching soon uh, is Lego has announced their uh, Sesame Street set. Uh, is uh, It's just a Lego set on Sesame Street with um, a handful of minifigures with like Elmo, Bert and mm-hmm. Ernie, uh, Big Bird. Cookie Monster, Big Bird, uh, the Bear, Oscar the Grouch. Uh, it Look looks pretty bear. cool. Yeah, like uh, bear. Big Bird's little stuffed bear that he carries around sometimes. Oh, uh, I was thinking like a bear creature. I was like, you're talking about Snuffleupagus? That dude's bear. not bear. Uh, no, there's Baby <laughs> Bear, though, now. He, oh, okay. I don't think that's hitting this we one, We watched though. some of the recent stuff from it, because they're like on, like, what, season 50 or 51 oh, probably, of, yeah. of Sesame Street, I sure. think. We watched some of it, because it's on HBO Max with with uh, with Betty. And the, real, the new show format's really kind of cool. I mean, it has the same kind of staples that you would get from your... Your old school Sesame yeah. Streets, but it always has like that same. They always want to keep you know something that's formulaic for the kids to kind of adapt. Get and used to, in. yeah, for yeah, sure. It's just kind of that pattern of uh, you know knowing what's coming up, kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, but it was really cool. Nice. Uh, they have tons of so many different guests that come on there. Cool, that's nuts to me. This, um, uh, but yeah, I Le- saw that 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 no announcement from Lego also came with. Uh, they're doing additional stuff for that that Mario. Yeah, there's uh, a Lego kind of a, a second wave of of new Mario Lego sets. Uh, this uh, this Sesame Street one is mm-hmm. going to cost you one hundred twenty dollars though. If you want this, so you better be ready to shell out. If I'm you want, tell you, I I don't know if I would want to spend one hundred twenty dollars on the Sesame Street whenever I could be like I could wear the Mandalorian helmet <laughs> for the same price. This is true. <laughs> I I think I agree with you. Though I do love building Lego more than I do like wearing a helmet, but. I, I agree with you there, but at the same time, just that on a shelf is awesome. And then also the fact that like, you know, come in on a live episode and I'm just right randomly <laughs> fucking din sitting right next to you. Uh, another Hasbro thing just to bounce off of your Hasbro is uh, Hasbro has announced uh, grown ups Play-Doh Play-Doh for grown ups. Uh, okay. So just kind of, I think they're kind of wanting to cash in on. Uh, Isn't that clay? <laughs> <laughs> on the the nostalgia that is uh, our generation that wants to spend their money on stuff that makes mm-hmm. them feel like kids again. Um, there's what they're calling uh, Play-Doh for grown-ups. Uh, it's got six uh, different uh, colors. I'd almost yeah. said flavors. Uh, you have the overpriced latte, which is coffee colored. <laughs> You've got mom jeans, which is clean denim colored. Uh, nice. You've got Grill King, which is smoked meats. Uh, Dad sneakers, which is rubber colored. The, the, I, the only thing I want from this is: does it all smell like the stuff that it? Is? I don't think so. That's the thing I don't. Does understand. Mom jeans smell like like uh, like, like warm denim, denim <laughs> warm warm denim and and musky vagina? <laughs> Spa day and Lord Ooh. of the Lawn. Was it the green? Yeah, it's got to be green, right? Uh, yeah, it looks like it's just something funny to, to get. They're just kind of, uh, 
uh, as a gag gift or as just something fun to to get people. But uh, they're kind of, I guess, using it as a what's that like a, just a fidgety kind of thing. You can grab your play doh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like like a, like a fidget spinner in a way. Yeah, you know, like a like a or a, the cube just to mess with and squeeze, something to like do with your hands. Ball. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Huh. That way, you can hit your hands can smell like play doh. Yeah, that's the thing though. Is like, can we get it to not smell like play doh? Because that's gross shit. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I don't think we've come up with the technology. We don't have the technology to do that, for that yet. <laughs> we can go to space. We can do all kinds of cool shit. We can't make play doh not smell like play doh on your hands. <laughs> Same reason why why pennies always are going to smell like you you have copper hands. That's true. Yes. Uh, last piece of news I have is that uh, Showtime's Halo TV series that we're going to have coming out to us at the end of next year. Yeah. Uh, had to re- recast this Cortana actress that we had that was portraying it, but in a positive light, they're bringing in Jen Taylor for the role, who is the voice actress for Cortana. Oh, cool. So it's kind of a no-brainer. They designed her to min- you know, kind of mimic what she looks like in the first place, and she's the voice. So it's kind of like, why would you not just kind of go with that in the first place? They she were, is an actress in the first place. They uh, they saw how well Bo Katana was on the Mandalorian, and they were like, yeah. Well, I guess let's just get let's do a Katie Sackoff and let's just rock that out. Absolutely. So I mean, so we got Jen Taylor coming back in from it. Uh, she's going to be joining. Uh, we we talked about this I think a couple of times before. We got Pablo uh, Schreiber. Playing Master That's Chief. That's right, yeah. I think it's a good cast. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Olive uh, Gray. She's playing uh, Miranda Keys, uh, who's uh, Captain Key's daughter, like one of the more pivotal characters in the franchise. Gotcha. And we have a, a, seri- a slew of uh, some new Spartan characters that they've announced that are going to be playing those uh, down the road. But honestly, I was kind of scared of a Halo TV series, but seeing how well that we've got, and it might just be the directions, directional standpoint and stuff, but how well we actually can go with a Mando series, yeah. you know, with a main character that is able to display so much emotion and stuff. And, you know, it is such a great time underneath the helmet. I'm just like, maybe we can do fairly oh, well yeah. with like a Master Chief or something. Cause I was kind of scared, like maybe it might not play so well and stuff. But I really have always enjoyed the, the story and the lore and everything. Cause it's so deep but to the Halo universe now. I mean, I think. I'm not even joking. I think we're like 16 books deep at this point oh, now. Cool. Some shit that's some of it's tied to main storyline, but a lot of it's just behind the scenes and shit. You know, they did Fall of Reach before we even had Halo Reach be a game that kind of led up to being like, this is where our lore came from of the Reach and like how this all led made into it, yeah. made it Master Chief getting Cortana to begin with, and that that's like your book, like literally your prequel to, hey, how did Halo One start? And this is like all what leads to that yeah. Master Chief. You see him like. At the very end of the game, they're like, I'm the last Spartan that's left out of this crew. Here's Cortana. Get her off this fucking planet because it's going to shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I dig. Um, So a couple of quick things. Wedding Crashers 2 has been confirmed by Vince Vaughn. Uh, wow. That he and Owen Wilson will be returning. Uh, I enjoyed oh, that. I, didn't, I don't know why. I just be, I said, wow. <laughs> you said wow. that. And it's, wow. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh. That seems like it, I mean it'll be a good time. The revisiting oh, yeah. that uh, those characters don't have to age out of anything, so I think that's going to be a, a funny little revisit. No, uh, you think we'll get like some Isla Fisher coming back and stuff too? I think so. I think they have to. They have yeah. to at this point. I think she'd be down. Uh, I just watched that. What was that movie? Um, Keeping up Borat. with the Joneses uh, with her. That was pretty good <laughs> with her and Zach Galifianakis and um, you know John Hamm. Uh, mm-hmm. And Gal Gadot. John Ham Sam. It was good. 
Uh, and uh, we got a first look at the concept art for the Gremlin show, the Gremlin Secrets of the Mogwai. Uh, Mogwai. And the, uh, the, the, uh, the artwork, because it's an animated show, uh, yeah. it looks cool. I'm, I'm down for it. I, I, I'm going to have to look this up because I didn't know that was out. I think that it's going to be something that will it'll get everybody involved. Like you're going to get all of like our parents. I don't know if your parents cared about uh, Gremlins, but like my parents loved I, it. They they uh, they liked it a lot, but I mean, I think they liked it more so because I also really enjoyed yeah. it too. Kind of a thing. It was just more of a family thing with that. Yeah. Um, and then the final piece of news for the night. Uh, it sounds like is that. There is an Uno game show in development. What? So the card game Uno uh, is going to get the game show treatment, and I kind of think it'll be fun. I, I don't know what they're going to do with it, uh, what they could potentially do turning a game like that into uh, a game show, but I, I'm interested to see what would happen with that. Has there been a game show of Solitaire? I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be a very lonely game. <laughs> I want to uh, see that. It is uh, coming up next year. Will be the 50th anniversary of Uno, and uh, and so they're they're going out to see what this little game show will be. the The team that's uh, running this uh, have credits like they've they've worked on Charmed, which really doesn't okay. help us in the game show game show realm. No. Uh, but they've worked on Chopped, Match Game, Price is Right, Let's Make a Deal. Uh, there you go. Uh, so I I think they've they've got watched- some. For the first time today, they started doing. Uh, I think it started this week, but I watched the first time for the first time today the uh, the quarantined edition of Price is Right. Oh, nice! Because that's uh, they that started. Doing, they they've been doing a bunch of reruns, but I think it started back this week. And Drew Carey's got like this big beard <laughs> mustache combo. It's really awesome on him. And looks cool. at him. I looked at Mandy after I saw it. I was just like, because it's all white too. Like his hair is now. Yeah. I looked at Mandy. I was like. Oh my god! If it got a little bit bigger, he would make a perfect Santa Claus in a movie. <laughs> like it's, it looks great on him too. I was just like, this like, looks like he's such a. He would be like the happiest, jolliest person in the world. <laughs> that's awesome. I dig it. Uh, that's the news. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's all. I think that's everything that we found for the month. Uh, so hope everybody enjoyed their Novembers and their Thanksgivings and uh, have happy holidays and. Happy safe new year. Yes, All we'll that see you. I guess we'll see you again with a new uh, a new throat on in twenty twenty one. A new throat. I like that. A, a new the return of the new throat. <laughs> the return of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>